We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're continuing on the subject of the others of Hebrews 11. The Bible says Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. Jesus is our intercessor today. He intercedes for us on our behalf. We have a man today. In this day, there was no man to stand in the gap and make up the head. There was no intercessor. So now that'll answer a lot of your questions. Why it was that things happened under the old covenant like they did. You see, people get confused when they look in the Old Covenant and find out the things that happened there, and then they say, well, I just don't understand why God allowed these things to happen. But now, see, when you check into it, as we mentioned concerning Samson, the things that happened to him happened to him because he disobeyed God, because he got into sin. Then, of course, there was David. He caused some things to happen to him. He suffered some things because of his sin. It wasn't the will of God for a lot of those things to happen. But sin brought it into play. Now notice here he said, There was no intercessor, therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a cloak. (laughs) Now when you read that, The first thing that comes to my mind is Ephesians, the sixth chapter, when the Apostle Paul starts talking about putting on this armor. You'll notice the armor of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, is God's armor. He's referring to it there as prayer armor, but here's what it says God wears. He putteth on righteousness as a breastplate, the helmet of salvation upon his head. He put on the garments of vengeance and was clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds... Accordingly, he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. I want you to listen to this next passage here because it's very important that you understand what he's saying. I'm going to repunctuate this. You can do what you want to with your Bible, but I've repunctuated mine because I've I began to realize the way you punctuate a sentence can change the whole meaning of it. And I'll point out some things to you. Let's punctuate it this way. When the enemy shall come in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Now, see, the way we've read it and the way it's punctuated, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, then the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. But now, wait a minute. Have you ever stopped to consider that a flood is something that you cannot contain? How are you going to contain and hold back a flood? It can't be done. When a flood comes, it overflows everything. There is no way to contain a flood. If it could be contained, it would not be a flood. Now, see how we've missed it in some of the things in the Scriptures because of the punctuation of some of the Scriptures, and it turned out meaning something else altogether. So let's look at it from this side, and if you don't like the way it looks, you can go ahead and believe it the way you want to. (laughs) But let's look at it. When the enemy shall come in, then like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Notice the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. 
Now remember, he said, they had no comforter under the old covenant. They had no man and they had no comforter. But Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. In other words, he says, I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm not going away just to leave you here. You see, the thing that happened when Jesus was here on earth, he had 82 people operating full time in his ministry. He had 70 that he anointed and sent out two by two. Then he had the 12. That's 82 people that he was providing for in his ministry. And he's walking along there one day and he just casually mentions to them, he said, you'd be better off if I'd go away. And I can just see Peter saying, what do you mean we'd be better off if you'd go away? Why, if you were to go away, I'd have to go back to fishing again. But what Jesus was referring to, he said, the same anointing, the same power that is upon me and the anointing to heal the sick, to bring forth the manifestation of God's power in the earth will come to you if I leave. But if I stay here, I'll have to keep doing it. Now, of course, he did through faith and through the anointing was able to get them to operate in faith and get some manifestation even under the old covenant. But you see, they had to be taught that they had authority. And Jesus anointed them and sent them out to heal the sick and to bring forth the manifestation of God's power. See, that was done under the old covenant. But he said, now you're going to be better off if I'd leave. Because if I don't go away, the Holy Ghost won't come to you. See, the Comforter had to come. Thank God the Comforter has come today. We have a man, Jesus, the intercessor, to intercede for us and to bring forth the manifestation of these things. Now, let's look at this again, verse 19. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. Now, the word lift here. I won't take this part. I want to point something out to you here. The word lift, I have a center column reference that says, or put him to flight. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall put him to flight. Well, now, if he's uncontainable, how are you going to put him to flight? How are you going to contain him if he's uncontainable? So, immediately from that word there, and the meaning of that word, you realize that it can't say, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Because if the enemy comes in like a flood, there is no containing a flood. But thank God Satan can be contained. And you need to know that. Glory be to God. Now, said the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Now let's look at the meaning of the word flood here. The word flood means rivers of water, a flowing stream, especially the Nile River. In other words, it was a flowing, rushing stream. Something that's moving. And overflowing banks. The Nile overflowed, you know, in the rainy season. And it was just not containable. You just could not contain it. So, when the enemy comes in, then like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard and put him to flight. Now, see, the thing the devil's tried to do is get this thing twisted around where we would believe that he's coming like a flood. And that, you know, by some mysterious means, he's trying to get us to believe that we're just not going to be able to win. But said the Spirit of the Lord will put him to flight. Now, let's go to a passage of Scripture. This river of water, this flowing stream. Let me read to you what Jesus says in John, the seventh chapter. Very interesting when you 
follow this word flood out and the flowing stream. John 7 and verse 38. Jesus is speaking. Well, let's back up for a few verses here. Let's start in verse 37. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Now notice carefully. If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Talking about water now. <laughs> he that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Glory be to God. Can you see that? The flood that he's talking about here in Isaiah is not the flood of the devil. The flood he's referring to is that when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. Now, where is the Spirit of the Lord today? See, now, this is why under the old covenant, some of these other things happened that couldn't be stopped. Because they did not have the Spirit of the Lord. Only the prophet, the priest, and the king had the Spirit of God upon them from time to time. The average Joe layman in that day just simply did not have any communication with the Spirit of God. But now, Isaiah prophesied it. And he said, when the enemy shall come in. Now notice, if you let this get out of context, then you've got a problem in understanding it. Because he says... He put on righteousness as a breastplate, helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put a garment of vengeance. In other words, he said there was no intercessor, but his arm brought salvation. Now, because his arm brought salvation, because Jesus was brought into the earth, because he came here and lived on the earth and became the man, he stood in the gap and made up the hedge and became the intercessor for us, then all of these other things can happen. Now, Jesus says here, He that believeth on me, the Scriptures saith, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, it's interesting when you study the word belly here because it's used in the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. Jesus picks up on it here. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. Now, see, the belly is referring to the center, the core of man's being, or his spirit. That's really what belly means there, is out of the spirit. So the spirit of man, the human spirit, is the light bulb that God uses to enlighten you, searches the innermost part of his spirit being. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We're talking about all this week now, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is the second week, but our CD offer this week will be number 7217. That's 7217. The others of Hebrews 11, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The others of Hebrews 11. You notice it talks about in Hebrews 11, it's the great hall of faith, we call it, the hall of faith chapter. Uh, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It talks about Enoch. It talks about Abel, the faith that Abel had. And it says, without faith it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, warned of God, saved his household. That was all the righteous in the earth at that time. By faith Abraham, 
journeyed in a foreign country to receive the promise. Through faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Therefore spring there even of one, and him as good as dead, and talking about Abraham and Sarah, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and of the sand upon the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, and was persuaded of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. Now somebody said, see, all these believe God, and they never received the promise. Well, now this is a conditional promise. This is a time for this promise to come about. In Acts, the seventh chapter, verse 17, says, when the time of the promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt. So there was a time element in this. It couldn't have happened in their generation. Somebody's always saying, well, what if you do all this faith stuff and then you die, you know, without receiving the promise? (laughs) Well, don't try to drag some of the Old Testament stuff over into the New Testament. That's offer number 7217. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.